I think you should put a poll on your Instagram of what genre of music you should post to the next demos that we do. Well, yeah. So, so I've been doing a bunch of demos because uh, that's part of my job is coordinating <laughs> that, demos. As Chris would say, that's your job. That is my job. It's not my one job, though. It's not you had one job. <laughs> I have a lot of jobs, so it's just part of my whole job. But coordinating demos. So I've been going out to these demos, and obviously I've been in the field getting video, and I thought it'd be, you know, I was, if I'm just taking video of a machine running, I would just put music behind it instead of just hearing the, the tractor going by. So now I just make soundtracks to my day of demos. And we started with Creed, obviously. <laughs> For obvious reasons, which was what? And then, because Creed rocks, <laughs> and then went to Metallica, which also rocks. Would you like better, Creed or Metallica? I like Creed more. See, why wouldn't I have started with Creed? Everybody loves Creed. Also, the whole bit with the Texas Rangers <laughs> that have been winning because they've been listening to Creed. Yeah, <laughs> and then the Vikings. Kirk Cousins comes to the mic and says, "Well, we started playing started Creed, playing in, Creed the in the locker room." Locker rooms. And- we think it helped. <laughs> so everybody's getting on board. I've been saying it for years, man. It's just like Nickelback. But yeah, like you were saying, I think for the next day I do a pile of demos, I should put out a poll beforehand yeah. to see what music, who we should play. But I think I'm going to, I'm going to obviously lean it one direction. So I should like, it's a poll of four and I'm going to give you Jason Mraz, <laughs> uh, the cranberries, uh, Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> or ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so we can all band together and pick the worst one per se. And everyone votes oh, for that. Yeah. yeah. Just Britney, so you Britney have Spears. to. Britney Spears or <laughs> something. Oops. Josh Groban. Yeah. <laughs> Only Christmas songs. Michael Buble. <laughs> the entire day. But yeah, demos have been going great. We've got an X9. We've got a strip till bar here that we'll be demoing by the time this podcast comes out. Some tillage demos at the VT. Uh, we got a couple X9s actually running. So pile of machine sync demos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it's relatively easy to demo. Yep. They're on some it is the year. It is the year of machine sync. Yes, it is. I'll tell you what. Something that helps me tell you what coordinate demos is JD Link. Yeah, that's life and the Op Center app on my phone lifesaver so with that we should probably start this podcast yeah hit the intro button welcome to everything egg and then some presented by kibble equipment a frequently fun usually informative and always tangent filled look into the industry that feeds the world from cutting-edge John Deere technology to the impact of social media on the agriculture industry, no topic is off-topic. Well, there you go. Boom. I really kind of miss uh, interrupting you every intro. You were very polite there. There was no noise coming from you. Not even your squeaky chair. No squeaky chair, no nothing. I was just silent. You're growing up. I know. I appreciate it. I'm trying to. Your mustache is getting whiter every day. <laughs> it's almost a 60-40 now. <laughs> It just keeps it just keeps inching closer and closer to being a full bo- full bore white mustache. Well, you know, I have a three year old, and she asks questions that uh, other people are probably afraid to. This morning, my daughter asked me what I did to my chin to make it so white, <laughs> and you said you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> Daddy drinks because you cry. <laughs> and then she just goes, "Is that because you have a beard?" And I go, "Yeah, let's go yep, with that." Yep. 
Yep, that's why. So today, well, it's the three of us again. So it's Sam, other Sam, and boss man Chris, which happy belated boss's day to the boss man Chris. Yeah, I, I was, Did you wish him happy boss's day? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you get a gold star, you're the only one. I didn't even know. Really? You're overachiever. Yeah, none of my employees wish me a happy boss's day. Well, your interns are gone, so that's because they're all back at school. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a couple kibble corrections to start this off. Oh, we're going to start with kibble corrections. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to get it out of the way. Okay. Well, in today's edition of kibble corrections, boss man Chris. Take the stage. <laughs> Take the reins. I did call it last time that we were going to have like a hundred of them. So far, got two from the from the uh, Green Star display history, which is pretty good. I think it's pretty good because uh, nobody's perfect, right? Yeah, that's uh, why there's case equipment out there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, boy. I got I got a red tractor. Eh, nobody's perfect. Nah, nobody's perfect. So I said many many times that the twenty six hundred, the twenty six thirty, the forty six forty were ten point. One. 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 <laughs> I don't know why I was very specific at being wrong. We said it so often that it's stuck in my brain. 10.1. Yeah. To the point now where like it's the old man syndrome where I can't say 10.4 anymore. It's yeah. just stuck in my head as 10.1. Yeah, it's 10.4. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which is not a big deal. It's minor details. Plus so, or minus. <laughs> you're, you have a 10 inch screen plus or minus half, half an inch. inch. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Half an inch. That doesn't matter. I remember making fun of the point one when he said it the first time. I was like, <laughs> that's point one for important. Point four is still not all that important. I think the reason we called it out, though, is because to bring up another podcast from another dealer in the same realm, the Ag Technology Podcast that RDO and Tony Kramer do, they also did a uh, Green Star display, you know, talking about the G5 and then talking about displays of the past. And I'm not saying that they copied us. Technically, ours came out after theirs did. So <laughs> it's weird that we 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 must have recorded them very similar time. Yeah. Right? yeah. So they kept saying 10.4, and I was hearing 10.4, and I was like, God, that guy doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> guy doesn't even know how big the screen is. Because <laughs> why would I doubt Chris? He's like the encyclopedia of He's the, yeah. Christopher Britannica. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so. number one. Our bad. The next one really hits close to home for uh, Jensen. Yeah, I, I said that you know Harvest Dock came along with the in-tank moisture sensor, which was introduced with the 70, 70 series, series combine. It was actually the 60, 60 series. series. Yep. Yeah, the so, 60 series started. And I Harvest pulled up the bolt, and they, they really bragged up that moisture sensor. Did somebody know, alert? <laughs> did somebody alert you that you got that wrong, or uh, did I, you just realize it on I, your own? I admit, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, no, I was sick. Is that why you, you have your notepad? Sweating. You have a notepad next to his bed. He's like, <laughs> correction, yeah. jot it down quick. But I pulled up the. I love going back in these historical stuff. That in the announcement of her the 60 series combines, they talk about how great this in-tank moisture sensor and is, and it's it. more accurate. And yeah, yeah. hate it. With it's, it's no. His, it's no secret that that moisture sensor fails All often, more often than the other ones and why wouldn't it it's sitting in a pile of white grain yeah you know and well luckily what? so we only had two corrections we had from the display episode yeah, as far yeah. As we should have had three but i saved you guys by editing it out when you told me that what was it model year 16 was the first year of the gen 4 command yeah, center yeah that was it was really yeah, 14 was <laughs> i got the deaf part right though I saved you, but now I just brought it back up. So yeah, now it's going to be out there. We said 16, but in reality, it's 14. But yeah, so minor details. And okay, so what, what combine normally doesn't Harvester Works design and build the moisture sensors? And then didn't ISG make 
a moisture sensor or was it vice versa one year? So the, was the, that 60 the, series well, the or side, 70 series? The side moist moisture sensor like on the original moisture. Moisture sensor. <laughs> you got to moint it. <laughs> From the double odds and the 10 series combines, that was a ISG or AMS design. Yeah. In-tank was taken over by Harvester. And then when we went to the six, S6 series combines, that's actually a, a partnered thing with Egg Leader. Where, is the, yeah. where are those mointed? <laughs> mointed, 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 <laughs> So speaking of corrections, I suppose, uh, let's get into it and make some more because uh, there's no way we'll get all this right either. But today we're going to be talking about machine connectivity and what that means from the history of it and where it started to where we're at now. Um, Cause we've had a lot of questions come up recently on some different things that John Deere is now offering. So we thought we would uh, break everything down from the beginning to now, from the beginning to now, what does machine connectivity mean? Because what does it mean to me or what does it mean? Like an this, actual, this isn't verbiage. just, this isn't just in the egg world though, to make a parallel to the consumer realm, I guess, or everyday life, non agriculture, non construction, basically right now in 2023, you can access like everything you own from an app almost. Yeah. Yep. So vehicle. you can turn your truck on from your phone. Uh, you can put an air tag on your luggage and watch it show up at someone else's house. I have one in my kid's backpack. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I need to put one on my wallet because you constantly lose it. So I actually place it. My wife hasn't even found it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's in her Tahoe and she's on a work trip. So I haven't had my wallet for like two days. And so I don't have any money. So I've been eating at McDonald's, like because that's a, you have, this app. I have the McDonald's. App. They just asked you enough times. Do you are you going to use the mobile app? And you said yes. yes. Finally, <laughs> McDonald's is stupid app. Well, don't you have a card saved on your phone? You can use Apple Pay. But sometimes you go to a restaurant and it's like I always get nervous that they won't accept Apple Pay. Yeah, because you just don't know for sure. And then there's nothing more embarrassing than like trying to get your phone to work on the little You're string, trying to hold it next to the card like, reader, and they always like the tap thing on your card now on your credit card, you can do the tap to pay thing. Yep. I never know what part of my card I need to tap. And then where on the stupid screen you I'm supposed are, to tap it. You guys are so old. Your chip. That's what the tap part is. Hey, I'm uh, getting old. I admit it. I have a white beard. Just take well, I, your card sometimes, and just hold it there. Sometimes you'll be I, fine. I, I, I press it to the screen and then it doesn't do anything. So I just get mad and like throw my card at the screen and then make the person on this. <laughs> oh, you are old. Oh, I hate it. Well, now I, it. now I I can tell I'm getting older because now I do religiously carry a couple hundred dollars of the cash. No, oh, yeah, you have to. Well, I've gotten burned before. You go on a customer visit and you're like, "Hey, my treat for lunch," and then you go to a small town cafe and it's cash, cash only. <laughs> you're yep. like, uh. you always got to keep cash on you. <laughs> gotta get you always. Gotta get you later. Yep. Guess we got to go to McDonald's. I'll use the app. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the JD Link thing. I I the simplest way I explain it to non you know farming people. It's like OnStar. Yeah, or I like to explain it like it's, sort a, of. it's a giant cell phone for your machine. Mm-hmm. Basically what it is. Don't you have a great OnStar story from the call center? From the, <laughs> the great yeah, seller support? OnStar oh, was one number <laughs> off from the call center. So, <laughs> yes, I'm not going to get into too many details on this story, but when I worked in the call center, our number, I believe, was 1877-GRNSTAR. Well, the... <laughs> OnStar number at the time was one digit off instead of being like, because it was four O-N and then S-T-A-R. We'd get so many calls for OnStar to the Green Star support line. And they'd always come in on a certain line and it always come from like Jacksonville, Florida. 
they'd have to go through like a full list of menu items. It'd be like, are you calling about a 2600 display? Are you calling about a rate controller? Are you calling about the Apex software? It'd be like an old lady from Jacksonville, Florida. Hello, I'm trying to cancel my subscription to OnStar. <laughs> Ma'am, uh, ma'am, this is uh, John Deere. This is John yeah. Deere. Then why are you answering OnStar's phone, John? Jeez, <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with this dude. But yeah, that was fun. And then I think at the end of it, he said, well, if you ever see those guys, tell them to stop charging me. I was like, does this guy think that door. phone numbers are like sequential based on location? Like they're just in they're right. the office building over there. Yo, OnStar dudes. Yeah, Jeff wants to stop, wants to stop charging them. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good times. Always good stories when you uh, answer the phone every day. Uh, right, Samuel? Yes. Yes, can confirm. But, but JD Link is, has been in a lot of different forms from its inception, which the initial JD Link was on construction and forestry equipment, and that was based on my Intel 2006. Am I right? You're... Halfway. Close. Or are you going to say like 2005.9? No, I actually <laughs> just dug up, since I'm really getting good at digging up these old Boltons, 2003. What? Yep. J- JD Link Machine Messenger. It was a kit you could get. Where was that mointed? Mointed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a big wedge box controller, and it was basically a sent text messages. Yep. Right? And it'd, send, it'd plug into the CAN bus, and it'd just send you like hours and a uh, few level. I, it really didn't. Really didn't do too much. List. Geofencing. Which is like geofencing is basically like you can draw. I always think of it in the negative context of when you go golfing and you go Out to fancy bounds. golf courses and the golf carts, if you get too close to the green, it'll tell you you can't do anything but back up at like 0.02 miles per hour. Yeah. Well, oh. or it's like the invisible fence for your dog. Like as soon as you go past that, you either get yeah. alert or like your dog gets shocked. But yeah. Which on the difference. construction side is pretty handy because usually, you know, you park it at a construction site for... So, but days, J- you know, yep. JD Link was originally intended for large fleet management, which right. that's construction and the forestry businesses are usually, you know, a guy doesn't go out and buy one of those giant feller bunchers to cut trees down if he's yeah. just got like 80 acres. Yeah. I got about a million and a half to blow. <laughs> uh, so there, it was meant for large fleet management, which like you said, you can tell when a machine is on and off. You can tell where you, all of your machines are. You can set up geofences to tell you, send you an alert when this thing leaves. It, it can tell you idle time so you can see if a dude's just letting the machine run while he's out having a darty party in the parking lot. Yeah, or Of course. How much do you think that kit cost back in 03? Oh, like you 20, love the price pages. Like 20 grand. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do the inflation part. I didn't. Couple, like two thousand, I don't know, twenty five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, and then I twenty thousand. What, what were they mounting like a giant satellite probably, dish? Well, <laughs> I mean, just for inflation, it's probably five grand. Well, even yeah. but you look at some of the old GPS equipment and Green Star stuff, and like it was crazy expensive. So I was like, yeah, shoot for the stars. I can't find where the so what. So I'm assuming then maybe two thousand six is when you could view it online. Yeah, I I didn't get into that detail because I wasn't around for that either. Yeah, I just I saw there was I saw in a, a bulletin that. They had partnered with Qualcomm. Yeah. I yeah. don't even know if they exist was, anymore. The original JD Link is a really good example of, of at first you don't succeed. Try and try again. Try, try again because the first one really didn't get a ton of adoption. But even when I worked at Deer, the website was beautiful. It looked very streamlined. It was one of the 
nicest. I mean, it's, it would still look nice now. Oh, you're talking to the new website or yeah. whatever you start. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was described to me as it's like a, it's like a Corvette without an engine. <laughs> <laughs> looks good on the outside, but doesn't work at all. If you could sell somebody on the homepage. Yeah. 2006. Do you know where I was in 2006? I think you were just born. Uh, elementary school. Yeah. I mean, I was still in high school, so it's, it's been a while. But um, when I worked in the call center, one of the pro- one of the teams I was on was the JD Link team, and I tell you what, like all the I just remember all the same doing the same things over and over again, all these steps to try to get a machine to call in that wasn't calling in. But they've figured it out. Yeah, I mean it took it set the baseline to get to where we're at today, which is insane. Yep. And when did it get introduced on large A equipment? I assume it was in tractors first, starting in was it two thousand and nine. Um, there were some options where you could order it, I believe from the factory back then, but then when we start talking in base, like no deduct, that's back to emissions, uh, interim tier four. So you're 2011, 12 ish. Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. Cause kind I was, I was still working at the, in the call center when it was introduced on deer trackers and it was, it was a big deal. Yeah. Those, yeah those base, base equipment. And, and was that at the point when they, when they started coming with the MTG in them, there was different levels to select and premium, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Over the or years, ultimate been, JD Link Ultimate. That's what it was. Yeah. There was just machine information, and then there's RDA, remote display access, and yep. then, then being able to transmit your data. So there were different levels. There was JD Link Select, and there was Ultimate, and all that uh, up until 2021, when all JD Link connectivity just became free. Yep. Now there also were, though, prior to that, the different there were different modems or different MTGs as they've been called for many years modular telematics gateways but there was two g's and there was three g's just like your phone yep which we've needed to upgrade those now the new ones are 4g they should be for quite some time yep. but the three g's and the two g's do not work anymore but if you just think about your oldest your first like iphone that was on 3g and how like crappy it was to try to do anything on the internet on that phone unless you're on wi-fi same principle for the modem like the amount of information and how fast it could transmit is significantly better now with our new modems i guess we're just calling them modems now no longer my, mtgs my first iphone was actually 2g <laughs> see old and well, he probably, had a bag phone so. yeah bag phone and then yeah but it's probably worth noting too that our modems go off of at&t's network yeah in the united states yeah and we got to remember we have international listeners yes we do there's a map which is there's weird a map i haven't seen the map too we're it. big in yugoslavia <laughs> It's funny though. I will get the the update on the charts or whatever, and all of a sudden it'd be like, "You're the number twenty one technology podcast in Australia." I'm like, "Oh, cool. <laughs> Good eye, <night>, mates." <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to the four G, five G. That's a common thing we get when we're trying to. We're still upgrading a lot of the older machines because we have a kit that we can upgrade, yep. swap out the two or the three into a four. It's like, well, are you going to come to me next month and say now I got to buy a five G? In rural America, anyway, 4G is going to be around a long time because yep. the number of cell phone towers you're going to have to get to get cell phone, 5G cell phone coverage is too much yeah. for the population density. I mean, I live not too far from the medical capital of the world and I don't even get... Yeah, you don't get 5G. 5G. Nope. Yep. But so, so JD Link really started as a large fleet management and then as it integrated itself into the agriculture realm, it was still sort of catered to or at least 
adopted first by the large farms that had large fleets of tractors. But now since JD Link is free and all of the features that you have on Operation Center, especially with the phone app, if you mm-hmm. have bought a tractor that has a 4G MTG in it, there's no reason not to utilize JD Link. I have my dad use an Op Center mobile and he we bought a 5M tractor that we can put JD Link in and we bought the kit and we put JD Link in that one just so we can get trouble codes so we can know where it is. It's very cheap insurance. Yeah. Especially if, through the service department, if codes or breakdowns or whatever it may be, technicians and service managers alike can just pull the code, see what you need, see what parts you need, whatever it may be. It can save a lot of headaches. Yeah, it, it is, can save one service call. It pays for itself. It pays for itself, even the upgrade kit. And even if, yeah, we might still need to physically send a guy there, but hopefully they don't have to make a trip back to the store to get parts or they, they got to plan it you know, before they leave the store. Yep. So you guys talk to people every day, all the time. That's you guys, what you guys do. What do you think is the best feature from a customer standpoint? Or what's the one feature that gets called out most often that customers use? Well, I guess from us, I mean, it's remote display access. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So working in the support center, yeah, we can remote into the display of the tractor as long as see what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. That's what remote there, display access There's so is. many examples well, we had one today, right? Okay. So we had a guy that just bought a 2730 with TrueSet, and he's got it hooked to a eight, your favorite display, the 1800. Oh. And we physically, it's just almost impossible to walk a new new person, you know, how to get that set up over the phone. So we're going to physically have to drive out to show him that. Yeah. But if this guy had a Gen 4 or a 2630 that was connected to an Ethernet and we could see the display, we would have had that guy taken care of. Yeah. He'd be running. Yep. And other, I mean, you talk about big fleets, small fleets, a lot. There's, we could go for hours about stories of how this just makes things a lot easier, especially, you know, where we farm, it's really compressed growing season. So just many minutes during the planting season can cost time. Got a cool text from one of the agronomists this spring. He forgot to load one prescription, seeding prescription to one of a customer's planter tractor. It was 40 minutes away and he was able to log into op center, shoot it remotely. And he didn't have to drive one way 40 minutes with a USB stick. Yep. And now the guy's planting. And it's probably the most valuable thing for us too, being able to see where machines are. Like for me, trying to chase down the demo machines, mm-hmm. like they go out to a farm and then I get the call and it's like, well, you drive to the church and then there's a gravel road that goes north. And if you drive two miles that way, there's another county road. And I'm like, I, or I just pull it up on Op Center on my phone and then hit directions and it takes me to the field. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big thing that's improved over the years too. You used to call in like once a day and then, then once every hour. So I, many times when it first came out, I'd be driving to find somebody and that, oh, the sprayer's not here. <laughs> and then it pops up on, oh crap, but he's like 40 miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sprayers can get away from you fast. Yeah. But now it updates in near real time. So you made a little yeah. insta, insta snap or whatever it's called. Old. <laughs> a little screen grab. Yeah. Where, where the, the tractor's going back and forth and it was like Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. 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 It is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks. At least you saw that one. <laughs> support <laughs> but that's a big the, the whole location thing that's what's driving a lot of people to get machines upgraded even though there's a lot of other things we can do just logistically knowing where everybody is on the farm their tillage guy and now you know we'll probably talk about the, the support vehicle thing oh yeah i was so, gonna say this could be a perfect transition i mean it was gonna be a perfect transition <laughs> until you call it out it's like finishing your joke with and that's the joke <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and that's the reason I said it. <laughs> Damn it, Sam. Oh, man. Location is something that's extremely valuable. John Deere has introduced a new modem, which is the M modem. So they we've gone from the 4G MTG to now an M modem and an 
R modem. Yep. The M modem is a small device that's, I don't know, M modem's probably about four by four. Yeah, I'd say. And it comes with a harness that basically plugs into your three pin convenience port for power. There's another harness end that plugs into your diagnostic port. So, and then there's another one that is an ethernet hookup. Now, so you can plug it in. If as long as you have a three pin convenience outlet in your tractor, it will call in that M modem has an antenna built into the console itself and it's small and mountable, you know, any place you can stick it. Basically it comes with a 3M tape back so you can, any flat surface you can stick it to. And then that thing calls in and it'll give you a real time location, just like anything else that's connected to JD link. Now, if you have a tractor that's compatible. And so this would work in red tractors, yellow tractors, the other green tractors, the wrong, just say the wrong ones. Yeah. All the, the (laughs) rainbow of tractors, but it also, uh, you can connect it to older machines and then some machines will be compatible. If you plug it into the diagnostic port, you can get fuel usage. Yep. Load engine load hours, stuff like that on some machines. It's kind of all over the board, but yeah. So it's a really simple install. So we went out and did this with Larson farms and installed in their red tractors. And really the hardest part is just kind of finding, okay, we're going to plug it in here and then we got to route the harness and tuck this thing away here. Just making it look clean was probably the hardest part, which wasn't that hard. So there's just no guide like, hey, install the modem here. You're like, I got to find a flat spot that isn't in the way. So now all their tractors are calling in, but they also wanted to add the ability to monitor all of their, what we call support vehicles or the trucks on the farm. So they had like five or six semis. Well, Razor, we have a partnership with Razor Tracking where they have a little module that depending on the year of the truck can just be a simple plug and play. Yeah, right in the can, the a diagnostic port. Yep, yep. And so that'll give you location that ties into operation center. So you can go to your operation center, whether it's on your phone or on the laptop, and you can see all the vehicles on your farm, trucks, tractors, whether they're green, whether they're red, other colors. So it's really fleet management. Yeah, so you can, if you're in the sprayer, you don't have to be calling the tender guy 15 times knowing where he's at. And if you're in the combine, you don't need to be calling the truck drivers, where are you at, where are you at? You just look on your phone. Yeah, or there's sometimes, you know, you get the the cycle of trucks, you know. Mm-hmm. One truck leaves, the next truck shows up, and then one guy gets out of cycle. What happened to that guy? Is that Casey's getting a donut? <laughs> <laughs> well, and that one one guy even brought it up to me from a safety standpoint. You know, I, hey, I got a lot of employees, and if I look on the map, and the guy's been sitting there for, you know, we kind of joke about the Jeez, that's c- morbid the cigarette thing, you know, but um, but you know, hey, if if, if they might have had an issue, they can yeah, either truck broke down, they didn't hear it, or something happened, blue tire, whatever it may be, you can just see what's going on. You choked on your big, your big Mac, and we, need, yeah, we should probably put a. We should get hook up with Razor and put one in his in Paulson's pickup, yeah. so that that way we know where you're at, what you're doing. You don't want to monitor where I'm at. <laughs> and back to the the Razor thing. So why got, Sam at my mom's house? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they have other devices, so. The trucks, they have stuff to go on, which we should be getting a demo one here soon where we can put them on header trailers. Yep. Uh, so you can, you know, service department sales can see where the header trailers are at. Yeah, so you can get, there's battery powered ones that they don't call them as often, but you know, uh, so you don't necessarily need a machine with a three pin and the convenience outlet and hook it up to the battery power. You can just have one that mounts on a trailer. Uh, we talked about having it for our precision egg trailer that we never know what store that thing's yeah, at. That's that'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah, that is going to go on one of those. Yeah, and so that that comes with a fee though. There, so there is a, yes. a subscription. So people ask, you know, why do I, you know, I just buy the M modem and the subscription 
it's free, right? There's no subscription yep. or that, you know, it's, it's application and, and on the truck side, there's a lot of rules and regulations. If you start doing trucking for hire, you got to mm-hmm. do fuel tax reporting and hours of service. So it, the actual razor website does a lot of that on the backside. Yeah. And but just to call it out too, you know, JD link is free. The subscription from John Deere. What do people sometimes challenge us on that? Well, John Deere's looking at my yield and what I'm getting, they're going to charge me more for my combine next year. Yeah. Nothing's free, right? Yeah. Nothing's free. Absolutely. Nothing's free. Yeah. So we do get the challenge, you know, Hey, I don't want John Deere looking at my data. And from a John Deere standpoint, the priority is uptime of the machine. So how can we keep it up when it does break down, get it up faster, but also how can we potentially prevent failures? We start seeing a trend in some certain failures. John Deere has a, I go joke that it's a room with no windows and Moline, you know, 20 statisticians in there <laughs> that can, you know, calculate the day that you're going to die, but they start seeing these trends and then they can start giving us a thing called expert alerts. Yes. So if we see something happening that we, John, you seen this failure in the past. Okay. We see this happening with this machine. Now here's what to do. And there's, it may be a certain, we're talking, you know, tied to a model, but it may only be tied to a certain configuration. It may mm-hmm. only be tied to a certain area and how, you know, machines are used in a certain area. So all those things can be brought into play. That's the value to John Deere. Yeah. Because the amount of money it costs to fix machines now and the amount of machines that John Deere sells, if you can catch a machine issue, a major issue that they're going to have to fix 10%, 20% or 30% earlier, that can mean millions of dollars. Yep. Exactly. And they even pull into other data like, Hey, we see, we've seen this failure on this model tractor. And, and sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but it also doesn't just mean millions of dollars for John Deere. It means productivity, not yeah, machines product- down for customers, not customers getting pissed because they torched an engine on a machine, you know, if they can help it. So yeah, uptime. Right. But it, it's cool. They not only you think they look at the machine data, like, hey, you know, hydraulic oil temperatures, uh, voltages, pressures, they start, they look at the part sales too, tied to those machines. So if a certain part spikes in normal sales volume, they'll start digging into that. Okay, why is that that part getting sold more? Then they'll dig into machine data. Yeah, and we we sound like, you know, Homer's saying that. Let's just say this. Nobody cares what variety that you planted I, this spring. I've told many people this. I don't have the time, nor do I care what you planted and how, how it's yielding. I have way other I, better stuff going on. We hope you I hope it's yields good yeah, I hope because we I have hope lots of stuff great. to sell you. Yeah, but <laughs> but when you have an issue going or 10 people are calling me at the same time, I'm not going to be poking around an op center seeing how yeah. much your corn yielded. Yep. I don't. I'm not worried about that at and, all. And that is, it's, at the end of the day, it's up to the customer what we can see as a dealership. You yeah, know, they you've can, got ultimate control. We can see just the equipment. We can see all the yield, but, you know, in our support line, that just makes it a lot easier if you, like we had a customer um, call the day. He had, you know, was evaluating some trials and had some questions, so we could log into his account, see exactly what he was seeing, and walk him through it. Like, yep. like I said, I got two kids and a dog and a wife at home. I don't want to. <laughs> don't look at your. your, your you're not look at midnight on your computer looking at corn. Ooh, look at Paulson Farms. <laughs> <laughs> we use Paulson Farms a lot for uh, clinics and stuff, so we're out there. <laughs> you you're can known. see what we do. You're known. <laughs> Our beans did pretty good this year. <laughs> So I'll be proud of those when spring clinics come around next year. Do we have time to machine sync? Yeah. What do you want? Yes. What do you want to talk about? Just well, issues that people have had. Well, yeah, yeah. So the because you did there's you did a TikTok video on the X9 and the ARX, and you they were machine syncing. 
Yeah, and I did do, there I, were some comments about machine sync. People did get a little feisty on that. To be fair, it's, and, it's had some issues. Yeah, absolutely. It's had some issues. But this year we've came, we've made really good progress and made some strides on yeah. the software, latest software update 23.2. Yeah, public service announcement. So we've gone through <laughs> this morning on our team call. Um, we got a new drinking game on the support center. Anytime we get a machine sync ticket. You take a drink. Take a drink. Of lemonade. Of lemonade. Of lemonade. Of lemonade. So it one, its adoption is through the roof. Yeah, this year has been absolutely crazy. Yes, and that's a lot of things. You know, we got the, the modems upgraded. Um, we've sold a lot of new equipment this, you know, last few years. So adoption's up. So we have, you know, just like anything, you sell a lot of them, you're, there's going to be some problems, right? Well, what are the, some of the main things that people experience that aren't working? Well, like power shift transmissions, people say are really jerky and like, Yes. Should it be a little bit more intuitive up front? Absolutely. But right now we can adjust transmission settings to help a lot yeah. with that jerkiness or that constant shifting. And there is a software update on some machines yep. that we can do what? Push remotely. Because you have a modem. If you have modem, we can push over there. And that's helped quite a bit that's on the IBT thing. Yep. That's helped immensely. A lot of the complaints were tractor would come up behind the combine it wouldn't connect right away so your connectivity between the leader and the follower wasn't very good and so there's two there's two fixes to that one there's an antenna kit that you can put on both the combine and the tractor so that way they can have better signal so you get that antenna away from the grain tank on the combine and get it out towards the unload auger so then it can see the tractor better and then your latest software update that this came out this fall yeah and probably the most common thing we hit we see is that the combine's on one version and the tractors, tra the tractors on a different version and things like to be matchy matchy so make sure they're all the latest and greatest we, you know if we say 23.2 now it's going to be outdated in yeah. like three months but get it all in the latest invert and common version even the receivers Yep. Make sure the receivers are, because they're, they're syncing together using shared signal. Make sure they're on the latest and greatest. Yep. So you would say, though, of our customers that have reached out to us and have been having issues with machine sync, you have a good baseline ballpark on how many of them we've been able to fix versus how many of them we're still struggling with? So I'd say the vast majority. I'd say the the like software 80%. update. A software update probably takes care of like 50. Yep. And then the antenna kit takes about another 30 30 yep and then the, and then you got the transmission thing that takes care of probably another 10 because there's more a lot of ivts you know they'll have that issue um one is operator training too that that's yep. coming into the with the grain cart you want to come in hot usually double the speed of the combine before you hit, hit the your, resume button yep because the tractor or the combine will not command a speed faster than what when you hit that button yep. yep, and and operator training for the combine operator too because normally or not normally but how i've normally ran cart before is they just have a set speed for the cart and then the combine driver goes forward or backward to fill the cart fully and do it that way well with that if the combine driver goes back and forth and slows down and speed up the cart's going to match that and so it's just not going to move so you have to use your nudge buttons forward and backward side yep. to side on that for on the combine side too yeah and that stuff i mean it takes a guy a good day to figure out how to change how they're driving to fit machine sync. Cause I was with, I did a demo with machine sync and he was getting, he had bumped them too far back. So he's about to go over the front of the grain cart. So then guy driving the combine slams it back to neutral and then the tractors, <laughs> everybody just, everybody went flying into the windshield at once. Yep. So transparency, there's still some, we're getting some random disconnects, yep. but one of them, 
two-way radios. Two-way radios. So interference, we, we suspect that there's just other interference. So if you got anything else going on in the cab, the climate field view pucks are kind of famous because they're on, what are they? Wi-Fi. How we're connecting to these machines is Wi-Fi. Yep. So if there's any other Wi-Fi stuff going on. Yeah, throw them out. Turn that off. <laughs> turn that off. <laughs> but uh, two-way radios. They're called pucks, um, right? Yeah. Use them like twisted a Twisted wrister puck. right out the door. <laughs> uh, the easy thing to think, oh, well, it's only when I key on the mic it has a problem. But uh, this two-way radio has caused problems a lot for a lot of years if they start going bad. Uh, so to diagnose that, don't just turn it off. Unplug, unplug it, it from take power. the power away from the two. So we had two stories this this week where just completely unplugging the radios and it worked perfectly. My yeah. favorite text to one of the customers that told them that at like 8 a.m. Didn't hear anything back. Four o'clock, I texted him back through the line like, hey, just checking in. He said, CFO is happy. I'm like what? Mom's happy. She's in the crank <laughs> car. <laughs> but it just, it yeah, it, it's amazing how pe- many people now, um, I mean, it works great. And how many people will stop if it's not working? We'll stop. Yep. Then we get it fixed. There's a customer on uh, Saturday. It wasn't connecting. Different versions of software, so we had to do a lot of updates. I said, "Well, is, isn't it fit to take your beans out right now?" I was like, "Yeah, I could combine beans." I'm like, "Well, why wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just want to do that?" Because yeah. this software update thing is going to take you know an hour or so. Nope, we're going to do it right now because my wife will divorce me <laughs> <laughs> if this is not working because <laughs> she runs the car. Yeah. It's a good man. Yeah, that needs to be an ad. Like machine sync saves marriages. Oh, make a poster. <laughs> well, uh, that's what we need to tell these people. If you're having the, problems with machine sync, just call Sammy J. Call me. We'll just get her taken care of. Call it. That's what I'm here for. I'll, I'll I'll talk you off the ledge. It'll be okay. If you're still having issues with machine sync, you must not be a kibble customer. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of those guys are in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, I oh, think. Halloween's coming up. Oh, what are you going to be for Halloween? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really thought. Don't you that have far. that alien bit? I got that alien one, but that was last year's. So I can't wear it two years oh, in a row. Oh, yeah. You can't do two I years can't in do a row. Two years in a row. When I was a kid, my mom, see, my mom didn't follow that rule because I was Donatello, I think, like five years in a row. Well, yeah. To but, the point where my green sweatpants were like only t- touching the top of my calves. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to be? Yeah. What are you going to be? Oh, shoot. I shouldn't. My daughter likes this show called The Miraculous Ladybug. Ain't nobody but dad's going to catch that one. <laughs> but I am going to be Cat Noir, which <laughs> I got to wear cat ears and a giant bell around my neck. So nice. the rest of the details you can fill in on your own. <laughs> and uh, you're probably at the, at the transition where your kids are too old to trick or treat now. So now you are you going to go to a Halloween party? Well, we do. We, we have friends. Do, Chris goes big on family costumes. Last year, they oh, were the yeah, insurance right. people. Yeah. yeah. I was the guy from Farmers. Cause yeah. The hair. JK Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, good, good knowledge there. Uh, this year, we're doing Seinfeld. Nice. I guess who I'm going to be. Kramer. Newman. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Has to do with the hairline. Yeah. Oh, you got to work on you got to work on your gut. <laughs> <laughs> but well, more yeah. bush lattes. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should throw it out there. Wait, so which one Are of your you, boys is Kramer? Uh, Jack's going to be Kramer, the tall one. Does he have a wig or what? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Sam's going to be Jerry. I'm. Expe- I have high expectations because your insurance bit, where your wife was Flo and one son was Mayhem and, and Jake. Jack was Jake. Oh, Jake, Jake from, from State, State Farm. Farm. Yeah. yeah, that was that was it was well executed. So <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to. I need to figure out. I don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I got to figure that out here pretty soon. 
I'll take I'll take suggestions. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think what would be a good Halloween costume for I, you. It's tough. I don't know. So last year, I really wanted to get the racing suits. Me and a buddy were going to do the racing suits and be Talladega, do Talladega Nights, but those suits are expensive. They're like 150 bucks. Well, you could just be Will Ferrell post mental breakdown, <laughs> and you'd just go on your tidy whities Oh, and that's just yell, I'm on just fire. Yell, Get away from me, demons. <laughs> I'm on fire. I'm on fire. on fire. You're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. Somebody put him out, for God's sakes. <laughs> it would be good. Have you seen the Mimi going around where you're oh. <laughs> like Mimi. Farmers, when the first time they used auto steer, it's like, I don't know what to do I with my hands. I don't know what to do with my <laughs> hands. Well, that was my machine sink video was uh, the audio from Talladega Nights. <laughs> where he's like, tell Mr. Dennett that Ricky Bobby is my, my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> Shake and bake. Come on, uh, slingshot, slingshot. <laughs> if it isn't my concho himself. <laughs> God, that movie's funny. That is, that is like slingshot. a top tier. Engage. That is top tier. Oh, all right, let's all right. get out of here. Let's yeah. go back to work. Yep, let's call it. Stay safe out there, everybody. Well, see you later.